The Song Confessional Podcast is a co-production of KUTE-KUTX Studios and Good Taste Society. This is Zach Catanzaro, and you're listening to... Welcome back to part three of our first three-part episode. If you have not heard part two or part one, I recommend stopping right now, going back and listening to those. Otherwise, you will be a little lost. If you've been following along, you've heard a song from Madison Ward and the Mama Bear. You've heard a song from Night Moves. You've heard both of their creation processes. You've heard that hilarious story. And now here is Walker's interview with John and Madison. I'm sitting here. I'm talking with Madison and John. John from Night Moves. Tell, say hi, John. Hi. That's John. How are you? I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. It's very cold in Austin today, so I'm happy to be indoors working instead of bummed. What's cold? What's cold in Austin? Uh, totally fair question. Coming from a guy who lives in the Midwest, it's thirty degrees. It's thirty-four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm also sitting here with Madison. Madison, say hi. Hello, hello. Hi, hi. And so, hi, where, hi. where are you? Where are you right now? I am in Kansas City, Missouri, and it is uh, currently 18 degrees. Okay, all right. And John, are you in Minneapolis? I am. Yeah. How cold is it? It says it's seven. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and God. you want to know what that that's not that bad you know it was like negative like two like a couple days ago so i i seven's not too bad we call that's, seven the minneapolis heat wave <laughs> so, <laughs> uh maybe i'll start with you madison madison what was your what was your first impression of vulnerable hours vulnerable hours god i have such trouble saying that word. vulnerable <laughs> and you just vulnerable, vulnerable, it. Vulnerable, vulnerable. vulnerable hours I like words. i'm a word fan no yeah. I, I yeah you should see my wordle scores they're incredible <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm just kidding no um i i love this song i my first impression was it, it felt very beautiful sort of haunting a little eerie immediately i had sort of like a um a nighttime highway drive um like that's the i mean if there's anything if the title night moves doesn't make you think of a melody like this you know that it feels like the band name really you know lives up 
to its title because it just makes me feel like this sort of uh, cruising vibe. Um, and I, I don't hear lyrics usually in a song till, you know, maybe the fifth listen, but the melody really grabbed me. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this. It, it felt like something you could sort of, you could dance to or just bob your head to, um, you know, uh, sit back and smoke if that's your thing. You know, just, uh, it was really, it was enjoyable. I listened to it a few times over and over just, yeah. And, uh, and then, and then I started to break down the lyrics a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say, did, did you, what did it, what did he, what did he take from the confession that you didn't take? What was, what was different? I think something that was different was it seemed like there was, um, there was almost, there was, there was a little bit more of a sadness. Um, I mean, the song I wrote, I think, is just a very sort of silly, um, whimsical tune. And I, I took away sort of a, a more of a, a somberness to this tune um, with the chorus of her saying, am I the one that they would want? Am I the one they need? And I really I really liked that, just like this this gal who, because I mean, there, there is pain in that story. Um, I can't remember the lady's name, but there's pain in the story that she shared. And as funny as it is, when you look deeper, there's, um, there it's, it's pretty sad. You know, she lost her husband and she's, she's never tried online dating. She's thinking about giving it a shot. And, um, yeah, there are parts of that that really hit me in this in the vulnerable one. Is it vulnerable ones? I can't remember the last part of the title. hours. Hours. I'm sorry. Hours. Um, yeah, and, and that title works as well. The vulnerability is, I feel, something that you really get from uh, the song and the way that um, the lead character was uh, written about, which mm -hmm. I really loved. John, does that seem like a pretty accurate? Uh, description of your chin. All good takes. Uh, yeah, sure. No, that's great. I mean, I I definitely felt that uh, your your tune was like more peppy, and mine was more of a bummer. No, I, it, it was a, yeah. it's a good bummer. I love a bummer. Give me bummer. I I I, I, I will take. Sometimes I'll take bummer over pep almost any day. I <laughs> I, I, I just write pep because I like pep. I guess. But uh, this was a great bummer. It made me feel good. Kind of reminded me of, uh, like, I love your melody, by the way, that... Like, that's a really... Oh, cool. Beautiful um, sort of motif running through the song. And um, also, it, it kind of gave me some MGMT, Dark Age kind of vibes, which I really loved. And um, Sweet. Yeah. I just, yeah, it was beautiful. John, what was your what was your first impression of uh, Dolly Walker? Uh, yeah, she seemed very charming. You know, oh, oh, I like I'm, I'm sorry, I meant his song. His song. That's the name of the song, right? Oh, oh shit! Mm -hmm. It is called Dolly Walker, right? I think it's either Dolly Walker or the story of the story of Dolly Walker. Yeah, I just realized that in the MP3 I sent to you, it didn't have the name of the. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you so didn't. Yeah, it just says Madison Ward and the mama. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So what was your first impression of, of uh, Madison's song? Yeah, I guess we don't even know her name, huh? No, we yeah. don't. I just assumed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, I thought it was cool, man. I, it, it was very, like I said, it, was, it, it had more pep to it than mine. And so I was like, okay, this is upbeat and it's very catchy. It's well-crafted too, you know? 
mm-hmm. very succinct songwriting. Yeah. Like that it didn't like waste any time. That's Not something I think about a lot where it's like uh if things are too extraneous, you know, I I tend to check out, but I was like engaged for the whole like two minutes and forty eight seconds. I, that's awesome. Thank you. That's yeah, I felt like it was um sometimes whenever it's things are story based, I, I I can tend to write write it just on the nose. And for this particular project I I think I, I leaned into, I, I really like the idea of leaning into writing it on the nose as much as, as much as possible. No. Yeah. There was a lot to write on the nose too, from like all those characters that she oh, uh, encounters, you know, all those gentlemen. <laughs> yes. All the, yeah. Incredible gentlemen. Like you had a really cool line, um, which was, well, I'm finding kinks, not, but not the classical kind. Which I yeah, was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all kinds of kinks, you know, like um, but yeah. I uh, also mentioned uh, after that line, you said, "I'm not the one to judge," and didn't you feel like in that confession, she she really wasn't judging these men, like they were they were uh, coming at her from all angles, and she was just sort. She had more of a oh dear sort of <laughs> reaction. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, but I, and. I, you know, I just guess I took some of my own, like I put myself in both oh, people's shoes where it yes. was, you know, like if I was one of those guys and I was like, hey, you know, and that was kind of the thing. It was like, where I was like, well, I could write it on the nose or I could think about like if I was one of these like undesirable characters on the mm. app and like this woman was judging me. And yes. but, you know, and I was like, so I guess it, it, it you can it can be seen from both uh, both angles both lenses. Yeah. So was am I the one they want? Is it do you do you think that was more coming from the guy's um, perspective? Uh, I think it can be either, and that's yeah. why I felt it worked. You know, because I I just felt that if you put yourself out there like that, like someone's probably gonna swipe. Is it? I see. I've never, I've never uh, online dated. So, what is either. it left if you if you want to discard them, or is it right? Um, Which way do you swipe if you do, if you want them I've never or don't used want them? One, but I think it, <laughs> I've never used one, but I okay. definitely know it's left because I guess it's besides the point. But I'm pretty anyway. sure left is the one you don't like. Okay. Yes. So I guess if they're swiping left, I'm sure many people would swipe left on me. You know, so I guess I, would I just swipe left on myself. I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. Okay. So I guess that's just the ideas. Swipes up. Nobody swipes up. <laughs> what happens if you do that? Yeah. What Anywho. happens if you do that? I love I that we're all just sitting here not knowing how online dating works. It's it's amazing. Well, first uh, you have to have an account, I heard, I think. You got to <laughs> log in. <laughs> um, that was that was wonderful listening to y'all roll on all that. You got to all of the songwriting stuff I wanted to talk about. But, John, are you yeah. guys, uh, guys going to play this song on this tour? Hell yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and why not? We we actually made a music video for it last week. So what? Wow. That's amazing. Um, well, see, the thing is, the people should know that the version that you have is slightly—it's a different mix than the one that we're gonna like put on the record. Uh, uh, out on the yeah, the record. Got it. It's a little uh, different. The one that the one that they have on this podcast and that you had got Madison is like a little more. Uh, little more uh, like dream poppy, I guess. 
mm. you could say a little more synthy and then the one we have is like i think it's a little more rocking oh nice. it's just more guitar guitar forward I love which are kind of buried in this mix and i think i well i don't i don't i think i prefer the the one that you guys got on this podcast so w- why me did- though yeah, well, why I like like you, yeah, real synths and shit, and like all the the reverbs and stuff. Yeah. Did you just sort of lose like in the discussions with your band and your label? They were like, "No, we got to do this guitar version." Like that's the single version kind of thing. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Um, God, what happened? Something happened during the mixing. I got home and I was like, "This isn't hitting. This isn't right. Like we fucked up. We got to try it again." And so then I sent like the stems to the label, our like contact at the label. And he was like, I'll try and do a mix. And then he sent it back and it was like, I guess that's cool. And then, so we used that as like a ref and we sent it back to John and yellow, who's the guy who did the, all the mixing Mm -hmm. on this record. And then he kind of went off that and we tweaked it and it just ended up being like a more like louder drums and more guitars, which are still in that mix that you guys got, but Mm -hmm. it's like buried. It's definitely space. And it becomes, it comes a totally different energy, you know, when you have like mm. louder drums and like you turn up like the rhythm guitars. Yeah. Whereas I'm more like, oh, p- turn up like the drum machine and the synths. But, yes. You know, I said um, how it gives me that nighttime highway driving vibe. And I mean, honestly, like that, like, I mean, I don't know how you take that um but like that to me is um that's one of my favorite vibes to just when i think of like nighttime driving music it just is one of my i think i mean it's a really good compliment to you i I hope you take it that way just no yeah that's cool i love that that vibe for some reason i think of highway on the road late at night we um this was honest to god just a mistake that we sent the same confession to to both to both of y'all. <laughs> right. I mean, we, yeah. we, we've dreamed that. We've dreamed of doing this. We've dreamed of sending the same confession to to yeah, artists. I think you should do it again. It you will. Should. But the the thing that worked out really well with you two is like you guys wrote two completely different songs. Like, <laughs> you know, I I think I think that the no i think the night move song is very nocturnal it does feel like a night drive totally yeah i just don't think dolly walker could sound more like a daytime i'm starting my day song like it it is the exact opposite energy it's a denny's breakfast scramble (laughs) (laughs) oh no it's great should have made you guys review yourselves. That's so punishing. No, uh, uh, a Denny's sounds like a rating. I love it. A Denny's <laughs> breakfast scramble is really good. Um, yeah, no, I just I think I think the thing that we we've been really uh, charmed by is like you got you guys literally wrote to compl- You took different things out of it. I mean, yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about it until you said it, Madison. But vulnerable hours is is it is kind of sad. It is dark. There's a longing there that that I didn't really think about until you were describing it. But yeah, Dolly Walker, there is, a, there is still that longing there, but it, it just, it just feels so much more hopeful and like you're paying attention to the narrative. You know, I don't know. It's just an entirely different experience. Well, I, I ended that song by saying, um, 
she deleted her account on eHarmony instead she'll focus on a single melody and I was thinking of her just thinking all right well I'm done with this because I think by the end she said like I'm done I deleted it and yeah. I mean, she, she has so much life in her confession that, I mean, I think she had many good years with her husband. And um, I I think yeah, that was the vibe I got from her, that she's sort of like, she's she's dipping her toe into the dating world, but she doesn't need it. And that's kind of the vibe I sort of got from her. Yeah. Um, fellas, I think this is everything I could have hoped for. Um, is there anything else that either of you wanted to say or add or ask each other? I'll just say again, man, you wrote a really cool tune. Um, again, I, like, I love melodies that stick with me and that's a, like, I, I keep saying it, but that line that, that's that, that melody right there, just, it grabs me and I just, uh, it, it just sticks with me like long after the song's off. So I just well, think thank you. big props to you man, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I loved yeah. your your track, man. It it was great too. You have such a good voice, and I don't Thank know. You. It I I was just like, oh, holy shit, we're really switching gears on this one, you know? Because <laughs> I I was in my kind of like dirgy, sad, sad bastard mode, you know? Right, yeah, because this was sort of like what mid pandemic whenever they had this. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it was right. Things. It was right in the beginning. It was yeah. like in April. I reached out and I was like, I need something to do. Yes. <laughs> Send I me one of those have, confessions. <laughs> I may have had COVID while I wrote it. I don't know. Oh, really? But you got it no, early on? No, I'm just, that's just me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, I'm being hyperbolic, but I, um, yeah, I, I like, I know you said you're going to go, you, you're playing this song. I don't even know if I'll, I like, I haven't played this song since I, I wrote it. As soon as he said, Hey, write a song for this. I said, what do you think of this? And, um, I, maybe I should revisit it. I don't know, but, um, it's uh it's definitely one that i tried to go somewhere else mentally i guess i don't know so yeah it was a good exercise like a writing exercise i like i wanted to try and do it to see how quickly i could cobble together a song yes and then it was like do i have this in me and then it kind of like just took a life of its own and it was like my band members were like oh maybe we should record that record that because i was just demoing it you know uh, like in my little home bedroom studio. Don't and you love was sometimes like, those things that come out of like a rushed experience? You're like, I know. You're, yeah. It's, you're it's so crazy. in tune with your own um, impulses that it, it sometimes gets to the heart of what you want to do quicker. And you're like, exactly. I don't know if I should discard this tune because that's, that's what was in my brain. And um, I was forced to do it. Mm-hmm, for sure yeah I can't really I still can't really even figure out the whole songwriting thing like when it happened when it's when it's hitting and when it's not you know right. sometimes you can be trying so hard and it it's not working you know but you don't know until months later yeah that's so, always the weird one when you write something you're like you go back to your phone or wherever you record like things real quickly and you're like when did I make this I made this <laughs> yeah. two months ago and I and I didn't do anything with it right yeah I kind of love that. I, I love that experience, like getting getting older and uh, and I don't know. I feel like I work on more music now than I ever have. Not necessarily like writing my own songs, but I'm working on more. Every once in a while, I'll come back to something I started like six weeks ago, and I'm like, "Damn, that's amazing! When did yes. I do that?" Or to, you know, just to me. But like I listen, I'm like, "Man, this is this is awesome." 
when did this happen <laughs> or do you ever like you record yourself in you know you record six you know a million different ways from sunday and you're like man i just sound awful and then two weeks later you come back and listen to it you're like i was i was on point that whole yeah. the whole session i thought it was terrible but you're focusing on something that might have been so minute and then you look back on it you're like i was singing i was singing very well on this i don't know what, why i hated myself yeah Mm -hmm. Did you guys get more creative during the pandemic, by the way? Did you feel like it, as much as it was crazy, that it, it, it helped you sort of dial into, you know, almost kind of go, going uh, out of your mind, but in a good way? Or was it the opposite? Uh, I've, I, yeah, no, I think I was really productive, actually. Because yes. I didn't have anywhere to be. <laughs> so it was just kind of like usually sometimes i get like anxiety thinking like oh am i wasting my time recording this thing right now when i should be doing this other thing mm -hmm. but knowing that all i had was time on my hands that kind of put me at ease and i was just like well what am i going to do today oh i should do this thing and yeah it yeah. was just like nothing but time on my hands which was Same. nice same. Yeah, you didn't, like you said, yeah, you don't feel like you're wasting time at all. Like everyone is having to find something to do. And you're like, oh, well, thank God I have this thing. Exactly. That yeah. I've been doing like for most of my life where I don't need really any of the outside world to do it. So like, I guess I'll just do this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, same here. Just a lot of writing, a lot of going crazy in, a, in some of the best ways. I think the best ways. I don't know. I think sometimes if you if you talk to me during the pandemic, you'd say that guy was he's going through something. He's, <laughs> he's like, like I think it 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 may have looked it may have looked a little uh, more chaotic when I spoke to people, but I was almost in my element though for a lot of it. Yeah, it's yeah. making music has just always been how I kind of coped with whatever. Not even like writing songs about what's going on in my life, but just literally sitting down at a piano and playing, you know, and it, it was pretty phenomenal for the first few months. I mean, I, I was so productive because, yes. because it was just the first time in four or five years where I, I mean, fuck way longer than that low over a decade where I felt like I could just make things and there was no career pressure it was like mm, I was like yes. the government's paying me to stay home I'm gonna like figure out how to use this drum machine I just bought and then I made like a whole album's worth of music on it you know that was cool I would definitely go back to that I'm all about that universal basic income let's make that happen <laughs> <laughs> I heard a lot of people go I can't make anything right now it's a pit how can you do it during a time like this I'm like what is your other option like I mean I meant yeah. like creative people who told mm -hmm. me this I can't do anything right now or, or like I feel so bad writing music during a time like this and I'm like this is the time to do it like people throughout history have made all sorts of art during the most you know awful most horrific times of uh throughout history that's like go process creatively what, what else can you do Song Confessional Podcast is a co-production of KUT, KUTX Studios, and Good Taste Society. It is produced by myself, Walker Lukens, Aaron Blackerby, Rylan Kettery, Jim Eno, and Mike Lee. 
The theme song was written by Walker Lukens, performed by Walker Lukens, myself, James Wesley Essery, Sam Penke, and mixed and produced by Jimmy No. If you like this podcast, the best thing you can do is take your favorite episode, send it to your mom, send it to your little brother, send it to a friend, send it to an enemy. We don't fucking care. Send it to somebody. If you want to do something else, give us a rating, give us a review, give us a follow, give us some money. We don't really care there either. Just give us something. 